Okay. So every so often, I have this like plain out rap mindset kind of a just like reality check. And every so often, it just gets to me, right? Where it's like, I know the last recording I did was all like awesome green light everything, awesome, amazing everything, right? And that's me. Like, I'm one of those people that's like, sometimes I'm like awesome, amazing, doing great, that kind of thing. And then other times, I'm not able to catch myself. Thankfully, it's only in like three weeks time. I've only been in straight up red, like let's say two or three times, maybe three times, right? I just got into the red like two minutes, five minutes ago. I had a good like five minute cry, right? And I'm not totally sure what that was all even about, right? It was just one of those instances where it was like overwhelm started piling over top of overwhelm, right? It's like, I just like wake up at six, just already kind of feeling like I'm a little behind and trying to kind of catch up to myself a little bit because there wasn't any like chores that were finished up the day before to make it so I didn't have to start the day with like just making sure we have enough dishes for the first meal of the day, for example. And so that was, I was pretty even keeled trying to do that, right? So thankfully that was good. And then there's the, I guess the turmoil that, that kind of follows after that, right? It's like, okay, wake up, trying to help people. And then I kind of feel like I'm a chicken with its head caught off just trying to help people because not, I don't, I have yet to have created any establishment of mission or vision or leadership in the home where it's like I help one person and then they go and help the next person, right? Wouldn't that be convenient, right? If everybody was actually on that same page to be like, oh, I get this for mom and now it's my job to go and help the next sibling or something, right? But it just seems to all go back to mom, right? It just seems to all just be on me because I'm the one that just cares the most. And then anytime it does spill over to another person, it just seems to be too much for them. It's just like way too much, right? So then there's not a lot of help there, right? Um, and then that's kind of one of my first heartbreaking things of the day. It's like, who am I and what am I doing with myself to live such a life that is just so like overburdened with so many people that don't know how to do anything for themselves and they all need to go to one person to be able to solve that problem for themselves, right? Like in some ways I get embarrassed because I'm like, what am I doing with myself if I'm not able to pass this knowledge on to someone else of like, when you wake up, you wanna like take care of yourself. You wanna make sure you brush your teeth and like get your clothes on and all this stuff. You don't, you don't want to live a life where you wait until someone else is telling you to do those things. You wanna be a person that pays attention to those things first before anybody else even notices that that's a problem, right? So there's that, that I'm still learning how to somehow process the process of like somehow inspiring someone else to do that. Like it was different when people were little, right? It's like 
They just follow you around and they do that. Somewhere along the lines, I don't know where it happens, where people just like turn off and they're like, oh, I used to do that when I was little, but like now that I'm naively or immaturely older, I get to choose when I don't do that, right? Like I get to stink as long as I want to stink or I get, I get the right of having like different diseases and things because I haven't taken care of my teeth or I get the right to have different diseases in my stomach and my colon because I have the right to eat whatever I want to whenever I want to, right? So there's all those kind of things, right? And I know that that doesn't have anything to do with my zones, right? It actually doesn't. I get to keep my zone, I get to keep my power, I get to keep my choices of what I do for my own body. But of course there's always that side mom guilt stuff that's like, oh, but like, what if I was a better teacher or something? What if I was a better leader? Somebody that was like, like it was brought up the other day in a little family mini meeting we had where somebody said something like, I wish there was more boundaries or something. And I guess in that moment, I probably wasn't in the best green space because for some reason when I heard that, it was like this moment of being shattered. It was like everything that I had done to like try to make this mirror perfectly clean or whatever, and then suddenly it drops and it shatters, right? And it was just that moment of feeling like almost slightly horrified because I just felt like I've lived my whole life to try to be in tune and try to be like connected with my kids and try to treat them like a human being and here it comes back at me where somebody says they want more boundaries and I'm just like I don't understand that question like I do but I don't I understand it because of course growing up I didn't have boundaries too so for sure of course I was always like okay I'm gonna ask my parents this so that I could get some kind of boundary. And I'd always get so frustrated when they would just answer and be like, nope, just figure it out yourself, right? Whether it was one, because they actually didn't want to give me an answer because they wanted to use their energies and stores to answer their own questions rather than answering someone else's. And that that was kind of an ignorant question for me to be lazy enough to ask them that question rather than coming up with my own answer for it. Or whether they had the foresight to be like, you know what, this is their learning process of learning how to solve their own problems, right? And this is a perfect place for them to, to experiment with whatever they come up with is an answer to that question, right? And so in some ways, I've kind of trailed that into how I've done my family culture life, like as I raise my own, right? And it's for better or for worse, as I'm finding out, right? For a while there, I thought it was just like, oh, this is like great. This is like working, you know, different people in my home. Like they can kind of, they can kind of think and think, oh, I want to do this. So I'm going to go and do it. Right. Or I need this. So I'm going to go and find it. Right. But then I'm noticing as people get older and things like the, the different pressures of life and the insecurities of life are starting to um, crush them a little bit, right? So they lose their confidence. <coughs> Feeling like they have permission to just think, oh, I want to do this, so I'm going to go and do it, right? <coughs> so they'll go for a while, not even thinking that they really even have permission to want something, because it's probably just not going to be allowed, or like, it's not going to be a priority, or those kinds of things. Like, so then that becomes a cycle, right? 
And then that breaks my heart even further too, right? To like, be like, where have we gone wrong in our style of lot of life and living to the point where people need to feel like they they need to have more boundaries, which is probably a good thing, right? That's that is probably a good thing, right? Or people feel like they don't have permission to think about what's important for them or what their needs are or what they want and things like that, and that that for some reason whatever their need or their want is is not going to be something that is important and so some of those things have been aggravating me over the last few days right as it's just been kind of like settling in and then for some reason i think i was just like not knowing i was entering into the yellow when i was you know this morning as i was running like a chicken with its head cut off right like i was just you know, I started with the dishes, and then I go into, oh, let's go read out loud, right? So then I go and do that because I know it's a good thing, right? All the while, I'm not really getting a good breakfast start. I'm not really getting a good study in for myself where I just really get to ponder and question and soak in quiet. I just have some good solid thinking time. Um, but instead, I just, I'm reading out loud, and I'm, you know, just like, I finish a novel, and then I go and try and, like, clean up the rest of the stuff that is for me to clean, and then, and then I have another person just, like, having a, a, a deep need for me to want to read to them, right? So I'm like, oh yeah, well, we can totally do that, but I need to clean up these things first, and help this person go to where they're going, which didn't end up working anyways, because they were closed. So then that was a big push for seemingly nothing, right? Sometimes you kind of get that feeling like, oh, I'm going to push, but then it's going to be worth it, right? For that person to have an experience. And, and you kind of feel good, but in some ways I kind of felt like this drain of like, oh, I pushed, but then it was for like not, right? So that was kind of a disappoint kind of moment. And then I come back and I'm trying to, I'm just like, I'm just running around pleasing, right? I just go into, oh, let's do this. Let's play chess before we go and like, like, this story. And let's, instead of reading the story, let's, let's move on to do some like studying and learning and things like that. And I'm trying to keep it all together, right? I really am. Like, I'm trying to be some kind of person that is like understanding of other people's needs. So I have all of these resources, right? I'm actually that person. I have resources to be able to offer to other people when they have something they're curious about. So then I'm like, oh, well, how can I share this? Because I can share it, right? So here I am sharing this one thing. And then this other person wants something else. So then I go and share that. And then another person wants this. So then I go and share that. And then another person wants this. And then I share that. And then all the while, it's just making more and more work for me because I need to be in charge of what's going on with all of the things that I shared, right? It's not the same as if somebody went to my house and say, can I borrow this? And they go to their house and they go and do it. It's not like that. It's like they're in my personal space using the things that are mine, right? And I'm in charge of making sure those things stay in one piece and that the whatever they're doing using these things is going to be appropriate so it's not causing extra harm to the, the culture and, like, experience of our home environment, right? So then it just builds this feeling of, like, 
Like, what am I doing? Like, why am I even doing this? Why am I sharing anything that makes more work for me? I don't understand it. But then the other part of me is like, I do it because I care about them learning, right? Like, I care about them having life experiences where they grow their skills. And I really actually believe that their skills do get grown when they're doing this thing, right? But all the while, it's not a peaceful experience for me while it's happening. <laughs> it's very much different. It's like I'm in the background and uh, for some reason, I've somehow talked myself into thinking it's not okay to ask for their help to be able to like make sure that we actually do the things that we need to do every day to make sure that we're like taking care of the spaces that we dirty and that, that we make better, right? So, so then of course they, they have a need or a curiosity, then I jump with that. Because I don't, I don't have clear boundaries of being like, oh, we need to do said things before said things happen. I'm very much just like, oh, well, if you're curious about that now, now's the time to jump on it, right? But all the while, it's at a time where, like, the timing isn't great for me because I probably am still kind of hungry. I'm probably still not feeling peaceful because it's already quite a push to ask me to share those things, right? It's even more of a push when it's like, it's messy, you know? Like, yes, we might have had one person want to clean the other room the other day, right? But then the, the other room, um, it's not ready, right? And neither is the other or the other, right? And I'm just like, this makes no sense to me, right? This just doesn't make any sense. I'm just feeling like more and more that it's just like, it's just, I just feel so sad and mad all the time because I don't want to create a life for myself that I'm miserable and I hate it, right? I just hate, I hate the feeling of having something that is mine that somebody else makes me feel pressured to feel like I need to share that with them, right? I hate that feeling. I hate when other people feel so entitled to feel like they need to make me feel like a terrible person because it's my choice whether or not I share something, right? I hate that feeling. Another thing that I hate is I hate that feeling like I don't get to live in the house that I have been blessed with to make it as like comfortable as possible, right? And I don't have support to do that, right? And so it's just like, I can make a space as nice as I can, and then for some reason I really have a hard time, I have a hard time telling people to clean up after themselves. I have such a hard time because I don't have a webcam or a security camera to show me what every single mess every single person made. So then it's just all on me at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day every day. <laughs> and it's so hard on me. I just hate cleaning for extra amount of time than my own messes. Like I can barely just clean up my own messes, let alone six more people's messes. It's really hard for me to do, especially when I'm not feeling great, right? Like it's different when I'm feeling great and I can just like,
extra longer than regular, but on a regular basis, I just can't do it. And so I'm just like, I'm trying to find myself again. It's been like six hours since I tried to like put myself back together, which thankfully I did, right? So I lasted a good six hours before my last like not meltdown, but like better, right? And then this time I totally straight up melted down. I was like, no, I'm just done. I'm just done. Like, I am just not comfortable. I'm not happy. I am just not in a good place. And I can't expect other people to think it's okay to borrow things from me when I'm not in a good place to borrow things from. And so I'm just feeling so sad because what would I do if I just had my own freedom to do what I want to do? I just wake up and pack my bags. And I just go on a sweet little adventure. And I would see what was out there in the creek. And I would see what kinds of animals were around. I'd probably play with the ice and the snow. And I would just like be dressed up ready to go. And like finding what's mine to find today. <laughs> but instead I just feel kind of cooped up. In a space where I just feel like I those moments are few and far in between these days. And I feel so sad. I miss the days where I could just go out and everybody would just come to the creek with me. And everybody would just walk. And, and we actually liked it. And people didn't complain about, about where we were going or what we were doing because it wasn't a big deal. It was like this is what we get to do because Heavenly Father has gifts for us to find today. That's all it is. But now I just feel cooped up. I just feel like I'm just here waiting for the day that everybody else wants to go with me, right? And that's like maybe once a month, maybe twice a year. Who knows, right? Like, I probably feel like extra cooped up because like this whole summer was like mosquito crazy and fire crazy and so I barely got to go out. I could barely even go out to my garden and so now that it's been like autumn and fall and winter I'm like sweet like I am so happy right? Um, I can just go out and like enjoy right? But then there's that other side of me that's still like but we're so unorganized, like, we don't have food when we think we want food. We need to have somebody in the kitchen as often as possible just making the next food. And we need somebody to take care of the food and the, and the cleaning, right? Like, there's probably going to be a day when everybody knows how to take care of their own food and everybody knows how to take care of their own cleaning, right? But it's not that day yet, and I have to be some kind of a kind, helpful, like, nice person to somehow, like, manage my own zone of being like, this is what it looks like for me to live my own life. And then whatever, whatever anybody else influences that, that interjects and interweaves into my own experience of my own life, I need to somehow give that to Heavenly Father. Be like, Heavenly Father, I don't know how to manage this. I don't know how to manage someone else's mess. You know, I have a hard enough time managing my own mess. 
So just please, please help me to just focus on what's my own business, like my actual own business, right? And that's kind of where I'm going with that. Like I'm just like I'm so done with thinking that that somebody else's problems is my problem, or that like I'm supposed to solve someone else's problem every second of the day, right? Like I'm just trying to learn that like. I have my own inspiration for my own problems. And then when I'm feeling well enough, maybe then can I outstretch into thinking, oh, I'm noticing that someone else has some problems. And like, I'm in a good enough place to try to think of like studying out the answers to that problem because I have stewardship in that area to think, oh, I could probably help, right? But until that kind of inspiration comes, that's just kind of what it is. I need to be okay with the fact that maybe people are just going to have the problems that they have and that there's nobody that can solve them unless if they're ready to pray to Heavenly Father and find out for themselves what his answers are to those problems. And rather than taking on the burden of thinking like I'm going to be some kind of helpful angel person until they can figure out how to receive their own revelation and their own inspiration for their own problems, right? And the other thing is, is for other people to realize that they even have problems altogether, right? Rather than me being some kind of crazy micromanaged lady and being like, okay, so these are some things that I want to have in my life, right? Like, I want to wake up in the day. I want to be able to, like, do my stuff of, like, waking up, taking care of myself, living in a space that, that feels nice to live in, right? And then, and then just, like, go on my way of doing those things that I want to do. You know, like, every day, I would love to go see the sunrise. I would love to be singing most of the time, right? I would love to go to the creek every day. I'd like to see wildlife. I'd like to see like snow. I'd like to be able to like find my gifts in the garden and in the creek and in the cottage and like be able to like make things that are like nice, right? <clears throat> and I guess like every so often I just get a little bit bogged down. Like, I just made a podcast about this, just when I woke up, about the gloriousness of my path that I have chosen, right? And it's still glory, like, it's, it is glorifying it to God, right? It's glory. It actually is, right? This is such a small season of my life where I feel, like, so much pressure, so much push, and so much, like, like, because the thing is, like, people will ask me questions, and the thing that automatically goes in my head is I have to do something to help them with that question, because otherwise they're not going to think they're loved, they're gonna, their, their self-confidence will now be, like, broken if I, like, am not ready to help them, like, their, their momentum for their life and their mission will be, like, stopped because I can't be their angel right now to do that. And I'm their only angel, right? And that's that's the other thing that like that's hard for me. It's like I guess I guess it was kind of cool the way that my parents raised me, you know, where I really did get to have a, an army, a village of angels all around me. So 
like, but at the same time, it wasn't great, right? It's like I personally, I didn't have any attachment with my parents, right? So I always went to everybody else to answer my questions, right? For good or for worse, right? That's probably why I had so many questions in class, you know, when teachers would be like, shush, like, you can't ask so many questions. It's like, because literally I had nobody else to answer any questions for me. I had to have those questions answered by teachers or anybody that can answer questions for me because I had nobody answering any questions for me in my life, in my personal life, right? So I, I just created a storehouse of people that I could ask questions to. And I was always searching for that, right? I was like, no, I can't afford to miss an opportunity to meet another person because they might have some answers to some questions that I might have at some point in my life. And for some reason, I don't know where it came from, but for some reason I have created some kind of funny life where yes, it's wonderful to have attachment. It's wonderful to be sealed and to have this beautiful cocoon kind of thing going on. And there's another split half side of it where it's like, but this is really hard because I've created this world where this person is so dependent on me so that they think that if I don't answer their questions, they literally are like dead and they cannot do anything unless if I'm like helping them on that thing, right? Like, and I'm just like, what is this? Like, like, I was just studying about self-reliance today, right? Like, I really was. I was like, okay, how can I live a life that is, like, um, trying to grow in stature like Jesus Christ, trying to grow in spiritual, in, like, wisdom, and in, like, in favor of men, and all those things, right? And so I was really building my confidence about this. I was like, yeah, this is going to be amazing. Like, and I just kind of had this perspective about like, you know, like there's the speed of light thing and how like, you know, the speed of light is like the fastest thing in the universe. And then I questioned, I was like, oh, but what if like speed of light isn't it? What if it's actually the speed of love, right? Like what if the speed of love is faster than even the speed of light, right? Because like, honestly, right? And I just like sat there thinking about it for a while. And I was like, ah, oh, this is like, breaking my paradigm like I'm just amazed right because like you think of speed of light you think of something that is the fastest that anybody could ever consider is a thing right and then you you question that and think wonder to yourself like but what if there's more kind of like this James Webb telescope thing where it's like you know all the best images they've ever found like they just kind of thought that was it right because that's all they could do right but then someone invented this other thing where they can see even more, right? So I always, I'm like questioning now. I'm like, what if we could de develop a device one day to like measure the speed of love, right? To be able to measure the speed of love, measure the speed of, of, of like a priesthood blessing, let's just say. Someone's sick and they're hurting and then the speed of love is being able, able to heal them when they are given that blessing, right? Like, like, can we just imagine this for a second? Like the light of Christ and his love and how much faster, I wonder, that could be measured than even the speed of light? Like, or is it all the same, all everything? Like, I have no idea. But even just the thought of it excites me and it just makes me think like, there is so much more that I do not know, right? So anyways, going back to this talk that I was studying today, it's like 50% of the way there. 
I like I I've studied it like three times. First two times super positive. Third time I studied it kind of negative. That's why I started the podcast. I was like it was kind of negative because I wasn't really in a good pondersome questioning place when I studied it. So I kind of came out of that feeling like discouraged and being like, oh, like I don't think I'm ever going to be able to measure up, or I don't think I'll ever be able to do said things in a way that that is even measurable in this life, right? Because it's just constantly like 10 steps forward, 20 steps back, right? Like it's that's just the process of what this looks like. And so in some ways, I I came away from that being like, ah, but then I started this podcast and I started considering, but what if, what if that's okay, right? What if I don't need to be doing what I'm doing to have these like said results of like, oh, like home run every time and like getting all these awards for whatever. Like what if I'm just supposed to be doing what I'm doing and realizing that angels are recording it in heaven. Angels are not recording all the 10 steps back, right? Because that's just a part of the process. What if like the angels are actually just recording all the tiny sweet little efforts that I make every single day to just do this, that, or the other. And that really, by the end of my life, I'm just going to look back and laugh at all the other times that I did like 20 steps back, right? So, here I am. Started the day, did some studying and pondering. Then I did the dishes, and then I like did the chicken with its head cut off thing, right? And like all for like an actual deep good desire though, right? It's not like I was just doing it senselessly, right? If I was doing it senselessly, I would just be out in the open, just like running around and literally just running around. But like I do, I have these like deep prayers in my heart every day that I can be some kind of person that does anything, right? Anything for God. I'm just so ready to do anything for God, right? So thankfully, I'm planted in this little home, right? With these sweet people that are actually very amazing people. They just are. And I just cry. I cry because I feel so inadequate. I feel like my husband's so amazing. And he's just like works for me every day so I can like try to figure myself out and become some kind of person with some level of skills to like create maybe a home that he would want to live in or like create an environment that he could somehow feel some peace in, right? And he's just so good to me and sometimes I just, I really cry because sometimes I just feel like I'm like a waste of his money sometimes. But like, when I'm honest about it, it's like, but he doesn't think that. I know he doesn't. I know he thinks that I'm worth it. Ever since he wanted to marry me, he said he wanted to give me wings. He's like, I just want to live my life, so I'm giving you wings. And I'm just like, I couldn't really believe it. Because I was like, how do you believe in me so much to want to give me wings? And like, what could I do to be anything that could be a blessing for you, right? So that's why I'm always just in this place with Heavenly Father of like, Please just give me inspiration to know how I can help him because he's so amazing. And then for me to be who I am, right? Like, it's like 
I realized that I have so much potential, right? I'm one of those amazing people. I actually am. When I just go into the zone of realizing who I am and what I am to do, it's like, I'm that person. I'm like really awesome. Like I'm amazing and awesome. And like, you know, like every YouTube channel that anybody's ever made, I could literally watch all of them and be like, I could do that and more, right? Like I could totally knock it out of the park with anything that I do. I could be an awesome YouTube artist person if I wanted to. I could be this like crazy awesome like adventure person. I could I could be an anything. But what I choose to do, as I said earlier in the podcast, what I choose to do is I choose to get my PhD in mothering, right? It's not like a glamour show. It's not like this thing of like, oh, like do this for this many years and then you get this award or whatever and then you get the payoff of whatever, right? I'm not really, I don't really do it for payoff even, right? I just do it because I know this is for me. I just know this is what I need to be doing right now in my life, right? And I really don't have a strong idea of what the payoff is even. I really don't. You know, I have inklings where different people will say something like, oh, like, you're you're going to be so glad you had so many kids when you're older because of whatever. Like, or you're going to be, yeah, you know, like, all of these things that people, like, just so happen to say every so often. But at the end of the day, I just know this is just what I'm doing right now. And this is not, like, a mistake. I know that. This is actually a beautiful, honorable, like, noble, like, this is my work and my glory right like this actually is right just like heavenly father's work in his glory is to bring to pass the eternal life and you know like like he wants for all of us to have everything he has and then more right and that's like me too it's like i want to live a life that is self-reliant and beautiful and that kind of thing and i want to be able to pass that on to my sweet people in my life, I want them to be able to think, I want to do this. And then they develop the skills or they can just do it, right? Like they don't have to depend on the miracles, straight up miracles all the time. They can do miracle and skills and bring something forward, right? That's inspired and beautiful and good and and with glory to God. <laughs> I just love when they do this sketch. <laughs> So anyways, I have a lot to complain about, but you know what? I have a lot to be grateful for because I like in the midst of talking about all the burdens and the hardships and whatever, I forget to mention how blessed and beautiful it is to be in the background, to be in the background of being some kind of a support person, to assist with all of these sweet people to be in this sibling society together, right? Because I've got, you know, kids. I've had like five kids in nine years or something like that, right? So that just means that, you know, I'll have a three-year-old up to a 12-year-old, right? And and that's my stage of life right now. And so in some ways I can just laugh, right? Because that's just that's me and uh, what, what I've done with my time, right? And it's a beautiful thing. 